0: First question that we're going to answer is What do you think is the body of Christ's role in fighting the politics that go against the church and the word of God? That's a hot one to start off with. So, the role of government is outlined in Romans 12, and the role of government is to restrain evil. Okay, this is no exaggeration, but we would say, probably in U.S. history for the past 50 years, it's gone into ethical government has gone into ethical and moral issues more than just restraining evil. And so strictly in the past 10 years, we've seen things that were, that have been antithetical to biblical truth, such as same-sex marriage, end up becoming lawful in 2014. And now we're starting to see other forms that are not found in the Bible of different lifestyles that are being celebrated by the government. So, In other words, what I'm saying is, if you think that the saying don't talk about politics and don't talk about religion is still relevant today, it's not (laughs) because everything becomes politicized every issue. And so we want to equip y'all just with what that looks like in terms of we are saying biblically, it's incumbent on the Christian to be not just aware of the politics that contradict biblical worldview, but also incumbent on the people of God, meaning the church, to actually stand up and speak out about, against evil policy. So let's go to the Bible first. We're gonna work through one passage, 2 Corinthians 10, verse three. Get out your Bible apps. Um, the best way that you could get the word of God into you quickly, we don't have any slides here today. We want you to see it in front of you. <laughs> so if you got your physical Bible, pull that out. If you need one, you can raise your hand if we have Greg, if you wouldn't mind, if you see any hands raised, we can hand out Bibles. We're going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. Okay, let's read it. Apostle Paul's writing to the Corinth church, and he says, We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down what? strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing god we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey christ in other words friends the passage in paul's exhortation is encouraging us to to take the thoughts and ideas that we hear whether it be from the culture from family so on and so forth and pass them through a biblical grid is this biblical does this honor god is it a part of his creation so that's what he's encouraging every born again person to do is to test and discern everything that goes on with every issue so with that being understood here's some just encouragements we need to know what is truth and what is lies when it comes to politics because we're we're saying from here that it's our responsibilities to not just know but when evil is actually being promoted from government to speak against. Number one, study your Bible. Study the word of God. Don't just come to us. We have these Q&As. This is our first shot at it. And if you would imagine only getting your resource for truth on um, political issues, theological, theological issues, so on and so forth, you just won't be as strong and you won't have that much of a godly awareness if your resource is anything other than the scriptures first. That shapes truth. And so to know policies is to get into the word of God. Secondly, is to speak out with grace and truth. Speak out with grace and truth. Biblically speaking, the prophets in the old covenant scriptures, they spoke against political leaders, called them out, and spoke against politics that were ungodly. The new covenant example is John the baptizer, and he confronts uh, King Herod. He confronts King Herod. So there's another example here. And here is a, a quote from Charles Finney, a preacher from the 19th century. He says this, if there is a decay of conscience, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the public press lacks moral discernment, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the church is degenerate and worldly, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the world loses its interest in religion, which is happening right now, the pulpit is responsible for it. If Satan rules in our halls and legislation, the Pope is responsible for it. If our politics become so corrupt that every foundation of government are ready to fall away, the pulpit is responsible for it. Friends, we're not just asking you to be responsible, responsible for being aware of evil, but also ourselves. So what we've seen, this is, okay, now I'm getting into a personal opinion here. Is 2020 ended up hitting. And what we saw was... The scrambling of the church and their leadership to find answers. And without being studied, when twenty twenty hit on certain ethical and moral and ethnic issues, without being studied, a lot of church leadership just fall fell into what culture was saying. Because for the most part, when it comes to CRT, no one wants to be prejudiced. No one in this room dares to do so. So it was just simple on a surface level, you just fall into it. Well, friends. Without being proactive, that was a result of of being reactive. Without being proactive, dare I say, possibly, and I can be wrong on this, that the church's leadership for the past how many of years you want to fill in is a part of culture's response and their disinterest of the church. So we're trying to be proactive here and say the, the word of God is relevant to your lives and to everything that you care about, whether it be raising your children, or whether it to be politics that you watch on your screen. He has a big heart for everything because in politics and every policy, we're firm believers that it is an ethical, moral issue for everything. It's just a matter of how much it is, but God cares about it all. Okay, last thing is just pray. To be honest, I'm sure since 2020, a lot of us fell into a hard heart towards politics, towards the government, towards our brothers and sisters and, and siblings in Christ who had varying opinions on this. Pray for wisdom. Pray that God would guard your heart as you would enter into these things and as you would study and God and, and ask God to influence change. Influence change in a godly way. God's not obligated to bless our ask of something that is evil and he won't do it. But he cares so much for our dependency on him through it. Especially as we enter into for the most part, the pre. Well, I won't go that far. Sorry, KJ. Um, Ask for wisdom for discernment on what platforms to use, on what to say and what not to say. um, Just a basic rule for me personally is if I'm not going to say it to someone's face first, then I probably won't post it. (laughs) And I don't want to hit people out of nowhere to where they end up saying, oh, now he cares about this. I'd rather at the end of the day remember that you want to win people over with love more than win an argument. So overall, That's the premise of what we see in scripture in terms of looking at the role of government, how that is being intruded on by the government now and how we can lovingly enter into taking certain thoughts captive. Because at the end of the day, it's an idea war out there in politics. And so, sure, you have to be lovingly um, when you address everything and watch tone, so on and so forth but to neglect addressing it at all when you see there's evil there, just prayerfully consider something else as a different response. All right, we got one amen. All right, yeah. I think just to add to that, not much, but as we look at the armor of God just scripturally, um, we see a lot of defensive armor. Uh, breastplate of righteousness helmet of salvation belt of truth all those things um, are defensive armor um, but we are given the sword of the spirit which is god's living and active word that cuts through soul and spirit and that is our one offensive weapon as christians and we are to wield that responsibly like you would wield any weapon responsibly um, to do that tactfully um, but also strategically um, but also offensively and the gospel does offend. Um, truth will offend. Jesus tells us that. Um, but again, w- with grace and love and truth. So.